Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. Rami, what are we talking about this week? Shannon, I am coaching my kids' t-ball team. Cute. It is a three to five-year-old t-ball team, uh, mixed gender. We have one girl on our team, and the other team has one girl on their team as well. And it's herding cats. That's all it is, is herding cats. (laughs) Most of the time, all the kids want to do is hit the ball. So, like, the way we do it is we practice first. There's only two teams. So we will take a turn on the field, like, hitting, and then we'll, like, go some other part of the area, and then we'll practice fielding and throwing and catching. And then once we're done with that... We'll play a few innings of everybody bats, everybody gets a hit, everybody clears the bases, and then you swap. It's mostly hurting cats in that when they are not batting, they want to be batting. And (laughs) even if they've just batted, they would also like to bat again. And when they're in the field, they all want to go and get the ball when it's hit. And so trying to prevent pileups and crying is a majority of the infield time and the not batting time is convincing them that they will get to bat or have just batted oh my gosh i am really glad that i am literally not capable of coaching any of the sports my daughter plays (laughs) but you could be shannon but you could be oh man nope so what does that have to do with what we're talking about? Yeah, tell Well, let us. me tell you, Shannon. So one of the trainings that I did to coach his team, they showed us this video. Um, and the point was, you got to remember, kids are very little. Like, things look huge to them and very daunting. And as adults, it's very hard for us to be in that mindset of, I can't reach or all. Like, that base seems very far away because it's, I don't know, 40 feet or 50 feet or something. But, like, that's a long distance with my, like, little stumpy legs. Yes. Where, like, the adult, it doesn't look that far. Like, I can see it. It seems fine. For them, it, like, seems very far. So, one of the ways they've tried to help adults understand that is, like, make a humongous field that is... Scale properly scaled to if you were a small child. So in Minnesota, where Shannon lives, they made an ice rink three times bigger than a hockey rink and then made the um, goals three times bigger. And they like had the adults playing on it. Oh, my gosh. And they were like interviewing them and they were like, it's so big. I am so tired of skating. Like there's just so much ice to cover. They're like talking to the goalie. The goalie's like, I can't stop anything. This net is so humongous. Like I can't even reach the top of it. Oh my gosh. And you're like, oh yeah, that's what the kids are going through. Every time they like hit the ice or they hit the field is like, this thing is humongous. I feel tiny. And like, how am I supposed to accomplish anything? Wow, that's really beautiful because it does really put, literally puts things into perspective. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that got me thinking, 
about how many things uh, are imposing to others that we just see as normal because like we've gotten bigger and or have gotten used to the things. So I went uh, wine tasting with my in-laws. Three of them were under 24. Wine tasting is very imposing. Yeah. Um, so before we did it and as we were doing it, we made sure they like really dumbed it down for us and made it open and uh, sorry, more uh, like welcoming because normally when you get there, they're like, okay, let's talk about the Appalachian and this is kind of the growth season that happened that year. And this is why you're tasting certain things. You're like, dude, I don't even know what kind of wine this is. Let's start with like what this wine is. Yes. Tell me about what this wine tastes like so that next time I have a wine that's, I don't know, a Pinot Noir, I'm picking up the like major notes. Yes. Because that's what I need to pick up. Not these minor like, oh, I'm getting a little bit of like uh, peach fuzz flavor oh and like <laughs> and oak oak bark, which is different from like maple bark or something. I, I don't know. But <laughs> I think it's like, how do we get back to... Let's see the major pieces, because we're not even close to getting to where the minor pieces are. Yeah. Yeah, I like this a lot. And I don't know anything about wine tasting either, but I can think about uh, just like things that feel intimidating, you know, things that experiences that feel intimidating to a person. Well, I think intimidating because they're not because they assume everybody comes in with the same baseline of knowledge, Mm -hmm. which I think is is mostly the point of this whole episode is like how do we make things less intimidating for people when we know that things are intimidating and how do we kind of revert ourselves back to that like first step and like see things yeah like i think about for work it's like hey um i want you to take these numbers and go and find these five things from them or like come back and like run these and like tell me i don't know whatever it is like if that's your first time doing it that's horrifying Right. Even if someone was like, tell me the average of these. Like, I know how to do it now. I just highlight the row and then switch the bottom to say average. Yes. Or sum or whatever it is. Yes. But the first time I did that, I was probably like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get all of them. I'm going to do a sum. I'm going to count the numbers. And then I'm going to divide that by the numbers and get my average. Like, literally doing three extra steps when there's a much faster way of doing things. So... That's where I say, like, how do we, like, the takeaway here is when you're new or small, and I'm going to equate those to being the same, things can be very imposing and daunting. So keep that in mind and find ways to, and this is not a real word, but I'm going to use it, undaunt things. Oh, I love that. And kids. I love that. You know, two, can I give two examples that come to mind for me here? Two examples come to mind for me here personally. Uh, I'm a few months in now to the creation of a new podcast series, right? And Rami does all the backend editing for Workplace Hugs, right? And so for me, it, it felt very imposing or daunting to have to like learn or figure out this new skill. And what I really appreciated about Rami was one, that he was willing to like help me or talk me through this at all. But that two, you let me just ask questions you gave me some like really quick hitting tips and tricks but then you let me just like come to you with questions instead of dumping a bunch of information on me you know 
And it reminds me of how I, the second example, it reminds me of how I used to approach initial consults for coaching. I primarily work with people who have never worked with a coach before, right? That's very common. Coaching can be really daunting, imposing, confusing to people who have never done it before. And Mm -hmm. I used to come in to initial consults with like, this paragraph of things I'm going to tell you about what coaching (laughs) is and isn't. Guess what? Nobody effing needs that. What they really, what I've found is more useful is for me to just open the floor for questions and for them to tell me like, what is feeling like, what questions do you have about this or how it works versus Mm -hmm. thinking that I need to give them some freaking like, like the wine tasting, like some freaking crash course on what's coaching and what's a good coach, but they don't freaking care. They have a few things that they really care about. Like me and podcasting, I had a few things that I really needed to know how to do to be dangerous. I love this. I love this rally. So the takeaway, and I guess the, <clears throat> we'd love for you guys to connect with us on LinkedIn and Instagram. I think the thing I want to hear from you guys is where are the places like Shannon's example with the coaching or like even with wine tasting, right? If I was a SOM and I worked at a place, I think it's like, how do you meet people where they're at? So it's like, what is your wine knowledge? And, and, and how can I make this the best experience for you? If you come in and you say, I don't know anything, I go, okay, cool, let's start. This is a red wine. You can tell that by looking at it, right? And then, and then slowly build up. And maybe we don't ever get to Appalachian and the history of that. What year the frick the is Appalachian? I don't even know what that is. Shannon, it's a fancy wine term. Okay. <laughs> wine term. And so I think it's. Tell us the examples of places in your life, maybe, where you're finding you're able to meet people where they are and undaunt the experience with them. Excellent. I love this. This was such a fun episode. Thanks for bringing it in, Rami. Of course. With that, I've been Shannon. And I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Arts. (laughs) 